Welcome to the Racing Bros Podcast. It's the Racing Bros, Devin Henry and Chase Henry with you. I'm Devin. The other one who you're going to hear from is Chase. You can't see him. Say hi, Chase. Hello. He's here. I promise he's here and he's not the same as me. But we got a lot going on in motorsports. We are talking racing in the state of Arizona. We're talking NASCAR. We're talking Supercross, World of Outlaws. You name it. We are going to talk about all forms of racing uh, every week or whatever, whenever the heck we can do it. So that's going to work out probably. Nonetheless, the very first thing we got to get to is the big national race coming in this week. The Monster Energy Supercross Series is coming on into town. They'll be at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. We are one round through. Justin Barsha finally took a one, uh, took a win. Colt Nichols finally took a win in the 250 class. And now here we are in round number two. Dean Wilson took the whole shot last week, and it was looking like he might have went on to win the race but he would end up finishing off the podium which really kind of sucks it's cool to see him up there that high in in the order but we're two weeks in chase what can you take in expectations nothing i think from the first round you can't take anything away from it just because when a1 started before all that rain came in everyone was thinking barsha rocks and tomac Stewart, maybe, Moose. You literally named off the podium in order. Anderson. Anderson <laughs> wasn't on the podium. Anderson was far from the Anderson, podium. Anderson had a terrible race. But he did take to Instagram and express that it was an overwhelming night. He got some nice hardware for his fingers now. His 2018 championship ring. Got that last Saturday. It was too heavy on the handlebars for him. Apparently. And he got that <laughs> red number one plate for the first time ever. So he admitted he felt overwhelmed. So I think this next week, if it doesn't rain at Glendale, if the skies stay clear, it's been cloudy the past couple days down here, but if the skies stay clear and it's just a regular Supercross track, I think that he's going to get up there in the mix because he wasn't anywhere close to Barsha, Roxon, or Tomac, and those are really the heavy hitters that everyone was expecting. And then... We see Muscan, he finished 8th last week. It, you you might be able to just say Muscan's not competitive this year, maybe. He but we're one round in. But we're run one round in. But at the same time, he has admitted, and there has been word, that he didn't get enough time on the bike over the offseason, and he had a small injury that, that took him off. So riding in the mud for those French riders, usually everyone's like, oh my gosh, the French riders are just going to, they're going to blow everyone away in the mud. But he finished ace, so I don't know if that was just a bad night like Anderson had and he was just off or if it was not having the bike set up or what. But I think really you got to, you can't look at last week's results too much because, yeah, obviously you're going to have Barsha, Roxon, and Tomac in the mix. I mean, those guys were the heavy hitters coming in, so I think this coming week, if there's no rain, that's going to be absolutely huge, and I think this is really the round where you can say, these are the competitive guys, these ones are going to float around a bit. But here's the thing. So Ralph Shaheen and Ricky Carmichael, by the way, Ricky Carmichael, first day in the booth, it kind of felt like it was the first day in the booth, unfortunately, for him. But they said, yeah, we're going indoors in Phoenix or Glendale, it depends who you are and what you call that round. But 
Yeah, it's an indoor stadium. It's an indoor NFL stadium. Indoor with quotations. That's the thing. We've been to stadium super truck races there. Monster Jam has been there. Supercross has been there. And what you have to remember is how dirty it is. There's dirt flying everywhere. And there's, you know, all the exhaust flying everywhere. So they open the roof. They yeah. open the roof the, for the ventilation. The roof's not covered. It's just got like a net over it. It's, so I, it's not closed. So I think like Mercedes-Benz, I think that's legitimately closed. Yeah, they don't that, have that, a ventilation that opens system. and closes, but this is just a net. Now, I haven't heard anything. I think I already called it the wrong name. State Farm Stadium, I haven't heard anything. I haven't gotten any alerts as to if they're going to have the, the roof open or not. But if it looks like it won't rain, or there's a chance that it won't rain, which we're in Arizona, there's always a chance that it doesn't rain, they're going to want to open that up because it gets dirty in there. And I've never been in there before when the, where, where there's a dirt race going on in there, and they close the roof. So what ends up happening then maybe is if we get like a big Arizona January shower, which sometimes can be like insane, we're, we're going to have like a mud section. It'll be dry on half the track, probably, because yeah. the rain will come the in, in from an the angle. middle of the track. Yeah. Will be. And then from there, there might be some fans that get soaked too, but sucks. You know, wait, where's our tickets, Chase? No. But it's, I don't know. I think that this is going to be really interesting because if it does rain, one, it won't hit all the track. Two, they might not close the roof. And three, what is it going to be like having mud sections? It'll be like a, having a sand section, but it's a mud section now yeah. instead. And it's like a giant strip across the track. Well, and that's, I would love to see that, too, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I think it'd be I'm not fun, actually. <laughs> but I, it'd be interesting because that throw all the riders off. I mean, you got the regular hard pack we, 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 pieces we, of Supercross, and then you've before. got mud. We've never seen that before, where, where we have mud and regular. Well, and that's because stadiums usually... Usually don't have a are, Yeah, they're <laughs> usually not the way that this stadium is. It's usually all closed or all open. This is kind of a part of it's closed and part of it's open. Ish. Ish. I want to talk about the 250s real quick, but while we're on the topic of the 450s, I do want to say a sh- I like to shout out the small guys. There was only one triple digit guy in, in the A main, the 805 Carlin Gardner. Yeah. Winner of the LCQ. Winner of the LCQ and then went up to 17th. Yeah. So he passed five guys. So there's one triple digit guy and he finished. 17, so that's really cool. I, I, I love to see the little guys win. It'll be interesting to see if he comes, makes the trip down to Phoenix slash Glendale. And whichever, I, I mean, whichever you prefer. Yeah, I'd anticipate to see him back at A2 and maybe Oakland and San Diego probably. Now, I think that the 250 class is so wide open. Colt Nichols finally won. Then he got Ferrandis. Then he got Shane McElrath, who had the whole shot. I've... I don't know why, but I've always liked Shane McArath, so I think this could be a good year for him because so many 250 guys went up. You know, you don't have that Savashi and no, that Plessinger every single week. There's no previous championship winner in the class. No no one has ever won a championship before in the 250 West. So and the crazy thing is that that's, that's not a new thing. It's not a new thing to have, oh, there's no champion in this you know, lower class. Well, except for the, the past big couple dif- years. The big difference is like the regular podium is gone in the East and West. That's yeah. the big difference. Is we didn't just lose the number one guy, but you lost like most of your top five. So now you have Nichols, Frandis, and McArath probably in the front seat. I would love to see Santorello do better. I would love to see Santorello do better than a top five, get on the podium. But then there's Hampshire, and after you go through the top five, you're going, these are really Marchbanks, Dakotas, Hayes, Blos, Pettis, McAdoo. They're all pretty small guys. And after a mud race, I'm wondering what this point is going to look like 
after we go through a, an actual Supercross race, whether that's this week or next week, being said. But also on top of that, the Phoenix boy, Chris Blos, on the, I don't know, he, he needs to come up with a name, the Triple Uno, the 111 something. He, he's on the 111, yeah. finished ninth round, number one. Love to see the Arizona boys. I am anticipating he does better this week than last week, just because it's not only a home race for Blows. Get out your Pulp MX fantasy sheets, yeah. guys. <laughs> it's a home race for that whole team. Well, maybe well, not the riders. Not, yeah. not the riders. That, but that, for that the gas team. Monkey. It's gas monkey. Yes, it's... the AJE Gas Monkey Energy Motorsports team is based out of Phoenix, Arizona. So, But only half you of it know... is now. It's only half a home race because then the other one's in Fort Worth. Or Dallas, whatever you, whatever you want to call Gas Monkey. Well, Arlington true, will be a home race for them. But for Richard Rawlings will be in Arlington. For, I guarantee it. Yes, but for the the team and the the driver and I, Which are I three believe riders. some of the crew members. Well, not all the riders are from Arizona, but it's a home race for them. So you know that they're going to be inviting their friends, their family. Hey, Heck come yeah. out, come out, watch our guys race. Last week, unfortunately, Starling got injured in practice, tried to come out for the heat. I don't believe he came out for the LCQ. Um, so, Blos was the only other AJE Motorsports rider that made it. Starling and, I believe, Martinez didn't make it. But I think he's going to do better this week. I, I want to see him near that top five because I think he can get there. I want to see him near podium. That's what I would love to see. My problem is... He was is, fantastic in arena cross, but he's also 30 years old, which is almost retirement age for some of these guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Yeah. for a lot of them. Dungey's not 30. Yeah. Well, he might yeah. be now, actually. But, I but, mean, go, go back a year. But Just how go many, back a year. How many guys are in their 30s? Josh Grant's in his 30s. He's... How old is he's, Chad Reed? We're not put you sure. On, put you on the spot. <laughs> we, we don't know how old Chad Reed is. 36. Ooh. He's going to be turning 37 during the season. Okay, I didn't know what the right answer yeah. was, so I'm glad you got that yeah. right because I didn't know. He's but too old. But I look at the top five, and I just can't see him there. N- and no offense to him, but Nichols, Ferrandis, McElroth, Hampshire, Sansarillo. But look at Just this take them and mark everyone else out. Those are the only five championship contenders. But Hampshire hasn't because always been consistent. McElrath hasn't been consistent. Nichols, if this is a fluke, which I don't think it is, but if it is, there's three guys right there. I think he can beat those guys on a good day if they have a decent day. But like you said, we are one round in and it was a mud race. Yeah, and it's hard to tell just because Nichols last year injured Hampshire was on the East Coast last year, yeah. injured. Uh, Sansarillo was West, and he, two years in a row, he's came out with the Las Vegas East-West yeah. showdown win. Good old um, McElrath, I think, has switched around a bit, but it's hard to tell just because the 250 class is so quick moving. You don't always get a lot of time to check these guys out. But really, I think just take that top five and clear everyone else off. For any championships, contention or anything, it's Marchbank's first year, which a sixth in the first Six. race for Supercross as a rookie. That Mitch Payton's got to be looking forward to him for the next couple seasons. Coming out of Utah high elevation, he might be really nice outdoors too. Yeah, and then Jimmy Dakotas is hard because he's suffered with a couple in- injuries, and then last year ended up getting a podium mm-hmm. during the Supercross season. So it's hard to. It's hard to put him into the 
conversation just because I feel like the past year or two, we haven't really gotten a solid look at Dakotas. And then in the 250s, I just feel like factory compared to non-factory is huge. Yes. And you can ask those guys, it is huge with motor packages and everything. Except for one, apparently, someone, uh, a, a reporter tweeted, I'm not going to say who it is because I actually, like, I, I almost admire him as a journalist because he's really good. But someone told him who was retired that you can, you can buy a bike out of the shop, replace a few parts for a factory, and be competitive. Maybe, competitive in what place? Maybe. For a win or maybe, for... Maybe in the 125 cc's, which we don't well, have anymore. Maybe, but not in, not in, definitely not in the 450s, not in the 250s. Competitive, I call competitive podium finishes. That's what I call competitive, and you cannot be a privateer and only replace a few of your parts and finish in the top three. Dean Wilson. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But still, but he's getting factory support. Support ish. So okay, we need to move on here. So, I'm going to put you on the spot. I need winners in 250 and 450 class. For this week. For this week in Phoenix. Or the championship. Or Glendale. One of the two. It's, we, we already missed week one, Chase. Let's just go <laughs> okay, by the Okay, race. okay. <laughs> Glendale slash Phoenix. <laughs> the GP of Arizona. <laughs> of Arizona. Um, I'm going to go with... You know, I'll put Santorillo on top. Okay. Just because the Arizona and Las Vegas ground, I feel like, is going to be similar. You know, both desert. Santorillo's taking W's both all dirt in Las Vegas. Both pulled into a venue that doesn't have dirt, too, so it's kind of from somewhere yeah. else. So who the heck knows um, if that's even identical. But so yeah. I'll go for 250, Santorillo. Still not touchscreen. I know. Santorillo. Um... That's hard. Sansarello and then 450. Class. I think you got to put Savachi. Oh, okay. Winner for 450. This is hard too. Um Chiz. Give me the Chiz. Let <laughs> Chiz is going to Chiz. <laughs> I would love it. He, he, he made the main. He's he always makes the mains. He always he always makes mains. He always mains. makes mains. I I want to make a podium this year. That'd be huge. I I want a lot of things though. I don't get any of them ever, so <laughs> I think I'm going to go with... Oh, I can't... I, I'll pick... I said quick. Roxon. And here we are. Roxon. I'll pick Roxon. And I will say I was impressed with Stewart. I'll give Stewart a shot, too. I was because he would have podiumed if he didn't them. slip up coming off of that... The double-double they were pulling. Yeah. If he could have stuck the inside, I think he would have got a podium. All right, so... My picks, I'll start with 450. I'm going to say that Eli Tomac steps back up. Because Eli Tomac has won here before. And while he was, he's not the most consistent rider, but also watch for Anderson. I think he's gonna come out. Anderson's hot. gonna be a lot better than he was last week. And, and he's gonna have he's gonna have something. That's a given. Two fifty class. Since there's like five of you guys listening, and no one's gonna really care, I'm just gonna pick Chris Blows because I literally have nothing to lose, <laughs> and I want him. Az baby from Phoenix, Arizona. Chris Blows takes the two fifty West Coast class at. Phoenix or Glendale, whichever you prefer. If you're Monster Energy Supercross, it is Glendale. If you're NBC or Fox or Feld, it is Phoenix. For all three of you guys listening, you know, hold me to it, but I don't I don't care. What? And what? Can we get a shout out just for the three other guys from not America, from other countries? Jess Pettis, Does top Can- 10, Canada. Canada really Canada count? is not a part of America, really so yes. Not yet. 
And then we got Matthew Jorgensen from Denmark and That's Thomas Doe from France. Oh, so, he's from France. Yes. I saw that, that I saw that on the yeah, scoreboard. Yeah. I was like, who in the world is Doe? Yeah, so those guys, Jess Pettis is factory KTM in Canada. But hey, shout out to them. Coming yeah, over cool. to the Come U.S., on. making the this making the a 250 premier, main. This is the premier Solid. indoor class in the world. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Aussies can't indoor, touch yeah. it. Europeans can't whoa, touch it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Aussies in general, come on. Hunter Lawrence is going to prove you wrong this year. Yeah, but not before Eli And Tomac. so is Chad Reed already proving you wrong. I love Chad. No, no. I, I'm saying, like, as a collective group, you are going to come to America to race indoor Rather than an Australian, if they're at the exact same time. Oh, okay, yes, America. Okay, premier, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the premier indoor class. Yes. I'm not saying yes. Aussie riders suck because no. obviously they're good. Yeah. And, but well, there's multiple of them. There too. is, We've but there's more them. Americans, and the system well, here's and, better. Yeah, that makes sense. But so <laughs> we got to move to more dirt. This time we're staying indoors, but we're going to a group that shouldn't be indoors. We're going to midgets out in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Chili Bowl Nationals, the 33rd running of the Chili Bowl Nationals, brought to us by Lucas Oil. I love this race, Chase, but they added a day. It is a six-day show. So basically, for those of you guys who don't know what this is, take 355 of the greatest basketball players in the world, not America, the world, and put them on a six-day one-on-one competition, and that is what the Chili Bowl Nationals is. NASCAR, IndyCar, drag racing, midgets, sprint cars, micros, modified midgets, uh, off-road racing series. There's a guy from Arizona who raced a little bit of Lucas Oil off-road. So, I mean, literally every discipline that you can think of, five different countries, almost 40 different states. This is the most insane race in the world. I had an article out on sports360az.com. You can go check it out. But I list all 14 drivers that are going to be in this year's Chili Bowl. And that includes... Matt Rossi, J.J. Yaley, that's right, J.J. Yaley, Ty Mahako, Rick Schumann, Dennis Guile. If you're a big-time football fan, you know who Dennis Guile is because you have to be a big-time fan because he went to a small college and he didn't get onto an NFL field unless but you count the training squad. squad. He made the training squad and he was a quarterback for the Arizona Rattlers at one time. Nonetheless, though, he has a great looking car as well. Sean Deskin, Stevie Sussex. Jerry Coons Jr., name everyone should know. Casey Schumann, a name everyone should know. Sterling Kling, someone who you might not know but racing for Petrie, which is cool. RJ Johnson, Zach Madrid, Alex Bowman. I wanted to ask him about this, and I didn't get the From opportunity to. NASCAR. How in the world did he let Rick Hendrick get him into a midget? He owns a midget. He's taken CJ Leary around the country the last two years in it. And he finally got a chance, since first time since 16, that he's in this. I want to ask him how in the world he conned Rick Hendrick into letting him drive a midget. And then, of course, there's Chad Boat, your reigning, uh, what do they call it, Biroc? I know it's B-I-R-O-C because it's a weird sponsor, but he is the race of champions. uh, Excuse me. He's the race of champions, defending champion. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool. And those are the 14 Arizona drivers. And out of these guys, a lot of them you expect to be in the A main. Jerry Coons Jr., you always expect to be in the uh, A main. They got a lot of them got top rides. They and they They're did. Very nice. Yes. High quality. Chad rides. Boat, you expect to always oh, be yeah. in the A main. Um Clean. Casey Schumann has five A main appearances in the Chili Bowl. And I'm not talking day A main. I'm talking alphabet soup, end of Saturday night, A main kind of people. Jerry Coons Jr. has eighteen A main appearances. Eight. 18A main appearances. 
And then you got some other big shots. Stevie Sussex and uh, RJ Johnson have been going around the country these past couple years, picking up awesome rides. So it's great to see Arizonans kicking butt out there at the Chili Bowl. Not to mention, J.J. Yaley has one of the best finishes by an Arizonan of second back in 2007. Then you have the son of one of the only two Arizonans to win the race in Chad Boat, his dad Billy Boat, the other Arizona being Leland McSpadden. I mean... Yeah, there's only 14 out of 355, but when you look at that A main on Saturday night, you go, we got like a tenth of the field. Yeah, pretty much, and I think that, obviously, we try to watch throughout the day all of the alphabet Th- soup. Throughout the week. Throughout the week, It's yeah. hard, guys. We, but Saturday, we put ourselves through Saturday that is a sit-down, we're going to watch some alphabet soup, and whenever someone from Arizona comes on, we're like, wild. let's go. We go wild, man. We go crazy. And I think there's a good shot at some of them making it this year. Just Coons, Yaley, Sussex has a nice-looking car. Yeah. They've got a lot of top equipment. Unfortunately, Chabot was the only one who made the A-Main last year. Yeah. He was the one we were cheering for. Yeah. In but, our seats. but then. Go, Chad. But then, let's add Jerry Coons Jr. He, he's a constant. Yes. Let's say, you know, Casey Schumann has made a, lot, made a lot of A-Main. So let's say Casey Schumann maybe makes his, I think that would be a sixth A-Main appearance. J.J. Yaley, it's weird for him not to make the A-Main, but he's been on a little bit of a slide. He almost made it. He was like two spots out last year. So put put in J.J. Yaley, that's four. And then just say an outlier. What if an outlier makes it like back in 2005, Jeff Henry and Eric Wilkins almost made the A-Main. They're like two spots out for crying out loud. If those aren't outliers, I don't know what the heck is an outlier. But go ahead and add in Sterling Kling, maybe Stevie Sussex, maybe RJ Johnson, maybe Zach Madrid in one of Ricky Johnson's cards yeah. makes the A yeah. main. That's four or five of your 22, 24 cards. So before we go away, winner in the Chili Bowl this year. Oh, boy. This one's a bit harder because you, instead of. It's so much harder. Uh, because here's the thing when you go to Supercross, you're like, you know, up to like 50 choices. Chili Bowl, I'm giving you 355 drivers, pick one. Well, and the harder thing is, I mean, Supercross-wise... Let me wise, tell you how stacked. Supercross-wise, you, stack. stack you, you go, factory's going to win, obviously. A factory yeah. bike's going to win because the depth in, in Supercross is hold so on. crazy hold right on. now. Hold on, Clawson Marshall Racing, well, no, no, Rusty Coons, no, no, no. Keith My Coons, point is, Rick it's harder to pick Chili Bowl winners okay. because there's so many Curb records. cars. There's Coons... Then you've got the Rusty Coon Stable. You have both Coons. You have the Tri-C Machine team bringing multiple cars. Yaley. Yeah, you've boat. got Yaley. You've got all the boat cars, the Clawson Marshall cars. Tucker Boat, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Tucker Boat. And then you've got Bowman with his two entries this year. CJ Leary, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes an A-Main. Yeah, and then you have the newly formed Rams Racing. Yeah. With Justin Grant already being in that car. There is supposedly going to be a fleet of them I saw on Instagram that they are going to be um, uploading some photos later. But apparently there's a fleet of them this year. And, I mean, then you've got to count all of the the guys from other, the wing guys, the non-wing guys, the late model drivers. the If you counted the championships in this race, there'd be a lot of Sammys in every one. But besides that, even if you take (laughs) out Sammy, there's a... Christopher Bell. Well, and then the NASCAR guys. Yeah. 
Christopher Bell NASCAR, Rico Abreu kills USAC, Spencer Basin is going to be in the World of Outlaws one day probably, Tanner Thornton's a great midget driver, Ryan Bernal is a great midget driver, Brad Sweet's coming from the Outlaws, Justin Grant kicks butt, I don't know who Chase Johnson Chase is. Chase Johnson. Has, Chase Johnson for going to rip it last uh, year. He ran with USAC a couple times this year. He's a he rips mostly it. a wing driver. KT, Kevin Thomas Jr., great USAC driver. Chad Bowditch raced almost every single thing you can race in an oval. Second in the points Tyler Court, midgets. Tyler Courtney's a USAC champion. Then you have Chris Windham, Big Daddy, Logan Seavey, Shane Golubic, um, Kyle Larson crashed last year, Tracy Hines crashed last year, Sammy Swindell crashed last year, Giovanni Selizzi crashed last year. That was the A main. That's, that doesn't count the B main. That doesn't count the Ricky Stenhouse Jr. That doesn't count Here, I got the you. J.J. Yaley. That doesn't count the Doms. That doesn't count C.J. Leary, Honshield, McCready, Bacon, Bernal, uh, the other CV. Keep going. Keep going. Keep scrolling. McDougal, Crawley, oh, yeah. Gardner, Gravel, Wind. Oh, no. Wind wasn't. You know what? I'm going to say a nice outside shot is D.J. Neto. D.J. Neto? I like that. Because he slays. In the Western Wing Series. I mean, how many? He, Over he here like in the West? In year. the West, down here? Down here. DJ Neto, he's a he's a killer with the wing. These, I mean, there's just... Here, how about I get my pick I mean, first? you can go back to the D and you can still, you can still pick name off names in the D. huge names that... It's not hard. You're like, how did they not make... CJ CJ Leary won his D. Mesurall got second in his D. Jake Swanson, Tucker Klossmeyer. Tucker Klossmeyer. David Prickett. Oof. Go over to the other D feature. World Outlaws champion Darren Pittman. I mean, there's the other goal. Big Donnie Schatz, the multi-time World of Outlaws champion. Late model driver Hudson O'Neill. Yeah, World I mean, of Outlaws late models. Casey Schumann, Corey Cruzman, Jonathan Beeston. That's the D feature, and there's two of those. We're like yeah. seven races down right now from the A main. There's so many stack drivers. Here's my pick just because it's going to happen one year. It, it literally can't happen eventually. Kyle Larson has to win one of these. He's too yeah, good. absolutely. He's way too good. So he's going to win one, and I think it's going to be next year. Because, I mean, how, how, does, how does Kyle Larson not win a dirt race? Like, in the next five years, he'll win every dirt race. That's just yeah, who he is. Pretty much. Pretty much. Or unless Bell beats him to it. Unless Bell beats him to it, which Bell had a weird indoor... We almost have an indoor season in midgets. Bell he had is, a weird indoor season this year. He had a solid midget series racing this year. He had a mid, he, he, he had a solid NASCAR series this year. Yeah, and he should have won the he championship in the Xfinity series. Yeah. But instead we have playoffs. Can you pick one, Chase? One, uh, out of, one out of 355. Okay, pick can one. I limit myself to last year's A-Main? I can pick no, someone out of... No, you can't. We just why? talked about how good the BCD and E is. <laughs> Casey Kane was in the B last year. I just I don't I think we missed his name real quick, we, but Casey wow, Kane, Casey B Kane, feature, yeah. B feature one last year, Casey Kane. Uh, I think Casey's gonna make the A this year. I'm just gonna throw that out there, especially because he's been running dirt lately, just because of his issues and now not able to out of a NASCAR ride. Which Exciting really, to see him back on dirt, though. It'll be great to see him back under maybe yes. a year long now, so that'll be yeah. really cool. Casey but, Kane in the World of Outlaws. How about that? Does that sound good be awesome. or what? That'd be fantastic. But not confirmed. Not anyways, confirmed. Anyways. Um. Okay, because you picked Larson, I'm not gonna pick Larson. Good. Mm, I might. You know, I'll pick someone who I think is a person that people 
aren't going to pick much. I don't know why. Spit it out. But I freaking love Tucker Klossmeyer. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm always like, let's go Klossmeyer. I don't know why. You I'm are. just a fan. I don't know why you are. He came, I remember we went to Turkey Night. It might have been the first year we went at Ventura, or maybe the second year. But I saw him, and he was in like this metallic green number 27 car. And he looked younger than you. And it was Klossmeyer, and I was like, that's a. I kind of like the last Which you name won't drive that anymore because he's going to have to yeah. drive a black Keith Coons car. Yes. But Come I was on. like, the Come last on, name Klossmeyer is kind of cool. And then he's just made highlights throughout the year in the USAC Midgets and Power Eye. This is how Chase so, picks favorite athletes. That's a cool name. Oh, shoot. He's good, too. And that's <laughs> my guy. So, or Logan Seavey. So because Logan okay. Seavey's on a tear, too. Logan Seavey's so on a tear. So those two Keith Coon drivers, Pickett, that's my guys. So before we wrap things up, I want to talk one thing about NASCAR. It has nothing to do with any of the big three national series. Chase, I have a pop quiz for you. Two of them. Ugh. One of them is just random I just out of the box. had one in class. Yeah, sucks, huh? One of them is completely random. One of them is to see if you're paying attention while I was talking. Because I know you never are. Yes. First one. I was, I, first one, I said these two. <laughs> okay. Guys out there, tweet me at Dan Henry 77 if you got this right before I answered it right now, if you heard it. Okay. The only two Arizonans to win the Chili Bowl Nationals. Leland McSpadden and uh, Billy Boat. Oh, you were listening. Yeah, the I got Tampa it. Tornado, baby. It's because I read your article. You're oh, welcome. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Chase. Okay, now we're going to go back to Supercross for your second pop quiz. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Two drivers are tied for the most wins at Phoenix. Name them. Oh, shoot. <laughs> are they still active? Um, Hold on, I got, I got to turn my computer. Oh, what is this? You're going to act ask me non-active um, riders? To be honest. It, Are you kidding hold me? Hold on, hold on. If I answer this question, it it, it makes it a lot easier, so I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> I don't think it does. It does. It, okay. It, it well, does. If you, it okay, really does. If they were all active, you would have answered the question. So um, we're going to go with, is one Ryan Dungey? Ryan Dungey is third on the list with only ah. two. Okay. Okay. And I'm looking for the top it's two. already units. lost. They're well, that's great. Um, one buy, okay. Okay, okay, yay, one buy, okay. Here's your mulligan. Um, Golf we'll terms. Shoot. Golf terms on a racing podcast. Where are the odds? Uh, oh, no. Fine. I'll, how many, wait, how many wins I'll is it? it no, you. just tell me, how many wins? How many wins is it? How many okay. wins? Okay, maybe this is a thing where you get one question and, and, and one mulligan at every pop quiz. Okay. Oh, okay. thanks. It is four each. Ooh. And one's retired. I told you I'm not answering that question. Okay, so yes, one's okay. At least tell me if they're both retired. Because if they are, this is Fine. just mean. They're both retired. Oh, you jerk! That doesn't really help okay. you. Okay, what were you gonna no, say? Eli Tomac? It's James Stewart and Ricky Carmichael. Oh dang! He got him. Oh! <laughs> Ricky Carmichael with four. James Stewart Woo! with four. Dang. And with you that, can't go wrong with Stu. You, you really can't. Come on. Or the goat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, that's the top two that you would pick unless you'd throw in like Villapoto, which who is not in the top five on this list. Yeah. But yeah, dude, you got that. A a after, of course. I'm proud of myself. After one mulligan. But you still okay, win. Well, you I did too. So okay, you still if win. I knew both were retired, I wouldn't have been thinking like as of recent. I thought these were recent Chase winners. Chase can go Chad Reed. Chad Reed Chad, has eight wins, I'm sure, he's somewhere. He's still going. He, okay, I play two forms of fantasy motocross. 
Name them for the name series. drops. I pulp MX, and then I play the one that Supercross backs with RMX, RM Fantasy SX. I don't know if Supercross backs that actually. I just know they have commercials at the races, so they don't necessarily <laughs> okay. back it. Sorry, that was my bad. I, I but, think it's the other way around. They, yeah, they yeah, yeah. That's what money. I meant. Um, and so for the RM Fantasy XX, SX one, I picked the wild card. I picked it as Chad Reed. The wild card was 10th place, and Chad Reed finished 9th. I was uh, so close uh, to double points. Got him. So, before we go, I want to talk some NASCAR because I think that this is huge. If you guys have not been to ISM Raceway, formerly Phoenix International Raceway, but in between it was called Phoenix Raceway. Don't ask me. It is beautiful. It is, I mean, even the outside it's is majestic. updated. It is, it is majestic. It looks so nice on the outside. And then if you get into the pits, there's a modern margarita, there's a beer garden, there's a cool zone. You can walk through the garages. This is a state-of-the-art facility. And I'm ticked off that, in, that they didn't get a deal with IndyCar. Therefore, Silver Crown's not coming back. Therefore, there's only two race weekends in a year. Arguably the most premier racetrack in the world when it comes to fan amenities. Yes. I, Absolutely. I, I live in a sea of anemones. Anemones. No. no, but so I was really happy to hear this announcement yesterday coming from ISM Raceway. The K&M Pro Series West Championship is coming back. Back when we were kids, Chase, we would go to the Xfinity Series race, formerly the Nationwide Series, formerly the Bush Series. Once yes. again, don't ask me. But we would go to that race. It's a daytime race in November. We went and we saw Chase Elliott clinch the championship a few years yeah. ago in the yeah, Nationwide yeah, yeah. Series. And then after that, they would run the K&M Pro Series West Championship. We'd stay for half, and then we'd go home because it was really late at that point. But at that time, you had, like, Ryan Blaney racing. Chad Boat. Chad Boat I remember was he was there yeah. one year. And so I'm so glad to see this back. The championship race is back in Avondale, Arizona. That means that the K&M Pro Series is coming to Arizona twice next year. Tucson Speedway for two 100-lap races in one day. And then ISM Racer for the championship race. This, I don't think it's quite as big because I think we're starting to get through this really strange youth progression. Youth that we, movement? Yeah, this, Just call it the youth movement. It's happening everywhere. Well, I'm calling it a progression because I don't know if it's done yet. If it, if, I don't if, think if this so. is 10 years of youth jumping in, like that's The youth movement is, is still insane. happening. We think. The youth movement is still happening. Because here's the thing. And, of course, these change just like in, in – Supercross East-West, the K&M Pro Series East-West drivers change. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah, where yeah. they live. But when you look at last year's West, Derek Thorne won the championship. Derek Krause, I think, is a really good kid. He's going to come up probably pretty good. Cody Vanderwall, I, I didn't even know he's racing K&M, so I found that interesting. But beyond that, the only other name is Haley Deegan, which the Deegans on pavement sound weird to begin with. Yeah, but well, at least they still got... One on dirt. Yeah, they still got one on dirt, but nonetheless. Danger boy Deegan. But those those are the three names that stand out to me, whereas like three years ago, there was a lot of kids, like a lot of children of drivers. Yeah, And then coming you, up through there. And then you look on the east side, and you're like, Ruben Garcia Jr. has been phenomenal. Mexican driver has been absolutely phenomenal. Then on top of that, you have Larry McReynolds' son, Brandon McReynolds, which I think is a really good, a really good driver. Haley Deegan raced there too. Todd Gillen raced in the East Series a couple of times. And so it's kind of like there's more guys in the East that I would watch than the West. Because Harrison I, Burton too. Harrison Burton, And yeah. they're both, Burton and Gilligan, Gilliland are, both are up to the yeah. Kyle Busch drivers for so, a truck. Yeah. 
So, I guarantee you that we're going to go, like, so we do media. We're going to go cover this race. We're probably going to be, like, one of five people covering this race after the Xfinity Series because no one's going to stick around, media-wise at least. If, if 12 News sticks we around. We will. If you want to know, Devin follow us. Devin Henry Productions will be at the k we'll Series. We'll give you the scoop. We will. We we'll will give, give you the, the We'll scoop. spill the tea. We'll give it to you. Okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, neither of us drink tea. But anyway, we're both going to be there. And I'm excited that the championship race is back in Avondale. I think it's awesome. You, I pointed at Derek Cross's name. I feel like he raced the trucks. He raced at the truck ISM series at ISM just race spring. Yeah. Yeah. So well, November. When was the oh last yeah? Time I'm there? all mixed up with my year. Whoops. Okay. Yeah. It is 2019. Yeah, November. <laughs> Sorry. Today is January 10th. Yep. 2029. Night. Yep. Okay. Anyway, I just I think that's a huge announcement to get another race, even though it's not really another group day or day group for or that day. matter. Yeah. yeah. But nonetheless, I think that the more that gets done at ISM Raceway, the better. I would love to see the Copper Classic come back. I would love to see KNN. How it used to be was KNN ran like their season opening race at ISM Raceway during like February March. And on top of that, then they'd have a modified, they'd have silver crown, they'd have pavement midgets, which pavement midgets are like dead now. But regardless, I would love to see another sort of copper cup or not a copper classic. Sorry, copper cup was a silver crown race, but I would love to see that. I don't know who else you're gonna. I mean, go, someone go call Robbie Gordon because they're not racing in stadiums anyway. Yeah. So well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, hey, they might. They might. I mean, they've they are running a double. At Texas Motor Speedway with yep. NASCAR, if I read it correctly, it's the night, Saturday night, Stop after the Xfinity, I, I know, I'm just thinking, okay, <laughs> it's, I believe what they're racing is Saturday night after Xfinity and Sunday evening after Cup, or they might be racing Saturday morning before Xfinity, I want to say there's a morning in there someplace. But I think that that's really, really cool. Because I feel like with K&N, you're still... It's NASCAR. So you're kind it's of grabbing NASCAR. the same... Demographic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're kind of grabbing the same demographic. But I think with Robbie Gordon's, that's not... That's a different that's, group. Yeah, that's... When we went those to the guys, race, that, that's yeah, a different that group. Yeah, that was a different group. <laughs> um, I think with Robbie Gordon's off-road trucks... That's what you're bringing. You're bringing the off-road people, and that's huge because when you go off-road, it's can not just get, trucks. It's buggies and motorcycles and quads and everything. The off-road communities. Oh, that'd be cool. Flat track at ISM Raceway. That would be a little wild. Anyway, I think that there needs to be more races at ISM Raceway. The it is GP a of ISM. They Take used, it away from Austin. That, but, no more Austin. But there's Bring no it to more, Phoenix. No more road slash course. Slash Glendale. No more road course since the 2011 change. It's also in Avondale. It's definitely not in Glendale. Chase. Okay, question. What's your question? Is it NASCAR comes to Arizona or is it NASCAR comes to Scottsdale? No one says either, so I really I'm sorry, I meant Phoenix. NASCAR comes to Phoenix. It's definitely how they say it. But it's in Scottsdale. What's in Scottsdale? The track. It's in Avondale. Avondale. 
Tail. Scottsdale is on the other I'm side just, of the It's just because of what they do with... Area. I know. It's just because of what they do with Supercross. You live that here, Chase. Okay, Avondale or Phoenix. Okay. So, coming up on next week's episode, I'm explaining to everyone why in the world they are calling it the Phoenix round and not the Glendale well, round. Well, I've whoa, seen Glendale. Whoa. Yet they call it Arlington instead of Dallas. Okay, you can't say that they're calling it Phoenix because some people are calling it Glendale. Feld is calling it Phoenix. Supercross calls it Glendale. Somebody needs to get together here. Feld and, and Supercross. And fix obvious it out. <laughs> anyway, next week we... It's confusing. We're going to wrap it up because it's just two idiots selling at each other. It's what this podcast is for 40 minutes now, I think. So we apologize and are also welcome at the exact same time. So... We hope you learned something. We hope at the very least two idiots selling at each other was entertaining enough for you to stay this long or skip afar this long. Next week, we're talking results from Supercross. We're going to talk Chili Bowl National since it will be the day before Alphabet Soup. Also, a big closed wheel. What's the term for that even? What, what is I don't it? know what you're going It's, it's not even a stock car. What are you? There are cars who are not open-wheel racing at Canyon Speedway Park next week. So we're going to talk about that as late well. Late models, dude. Late well, it's late more than models late models. And, uh, and I, I think I don't bombers know are going to be there. I don't know if it's the IMCA division. But I think it is. Okay, so it's late models and IMCAs. Or fender late, car. Or fender, that's what I'm looking for. Fender, cars dirt with fenders cars. Are, ra- are racing on dirt at it's Canyon. Late models and modified. It is a big race. Kenny Wallace will be there. I'm talking to Kenny is, Wallace hopefully earlier in the week. They said Scott Bloomquist would be there too. That's a big name. It's a big so name. that's really big, good big for name. Canyon, really yeah. good for Northwest Phoenix. No. What? It's Arizona Speedway. Are you kidding me? Oh, it is the Arizona. It's Arizona Speedway. Speedway. I was thinking that's that Queen Creek. I said Canyon. That's across the metropolitan area, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason why I said that was the first time Kenny Walsh raced in Arizona it was, was at, at Canyon. And that was the point that I was going to get to after there. the, the last race time. At PIR. The last time Kenny Walsh yeah. raced in Arizona, it was at Canyon Speedway Park. That's why I try to say Canyon in Peoria. But it was there, and he did get a top three, I believe, that night in his very first time out of track in Arizona. So, that'll be a lot of fun. Glad to have you guys here on the Racing Bros Podcast. Be sure to come back next week if you made it this far. Although one person did for sure. Love you too, Mom, and we'll see you next time. (laughs)